of Tion for No Talk. My name is Neil. And my name is Abriana. That was a better one. <laughs> <laughs> that was better. Inside joke, inside joke. We thought, given the climate of, very much literally, of where we reside and where we've been residing for the past three years, given the things that occur and the circumstances we've kind of like touched on them a bit before in past episodes but we really wanted to dedicate a whole episode to it not only for the purpose of like sharing our experience obviously because that's the whole point of the podcast but also because for people living in north america or places that just experience seasons and would be prone to this or have experienced it and then also people that just might be considering moving to one of those countries or living there because it's not necessarily something that's gonna be in the handbook or be on your list of things to do or to look out for if that makes sense and the thing that i'm referring to is we call it casually seasonal depression but the medical term for it is actually seasonal affective disorder so it's a disorder that's a type of depression that's what we're getting into today what are your experiences sir with said thing what do you or what do you know about it today yeah you know i think as you said we usually speak what our experiences here are things that we perceive and really since living in Canada pretty much full time for the last three years I would say that in that time span I've seen it and experienced how like one day it, it can just switch and you can see or feel differently just off of that what I noticed really was that at a certain point I myself could feel like physically I would feel different like when the weather's still the same as the day before but it's starting to make you know the subtle changes and the next day is completely different like you can find, kind of feel like a bit, you feel a bit more tired or sometimes I feel lethargic and that's how I usually like, okay, it's about to go down. It's kind of like a little uh, whistle <laughs> that goes off in my head. But yeah, I would say it's very much a, very much a common thing. And at a certain point, it kind of felt like you could get accustomed to it and kind of just push through it. But it's not always possible. You know, some days and some weeks are just harder and the impact of not having the sun i've been knowing you know what i can do because i did sciences a lot and some or the other i ended up reading a couple of books about the impact of like sun deprivation or whatever so i i'm fully aware that no sun equals no party but when you really live in a climate where you literally get the sunset sun sun hours i guess from 8 a.m to like 4 p.m. and you're at work from seven to like five or whatever like you're effectively getting nothing and then those quote-unquote sun hours are just gloom and doom and gray and mushy and it's not a lot of fun some people do enjoy the weather and you know bless their souls but that's very much uh, a minority and you know you can still enjoy the weather and still feel beat up by it because it can be a challenge to wake up and motivate yourself to do anything when your surroundings look like that yeah and it it, it, it's not it can be a challenge it very much is 
a challenge and I think for me I because coming from an island and what the climate that is attached to an island and only not one not experiencing seasons other than rainy season or hurricane season um, which aren't technically seasons in terms of what (laughs) the rest of the world thinks the four seasons are um so coming from that background my entire life um I was not thinking I was never considering not having the sun or like not what that would do to me like what how that would impact me I didn't that didn't register for me so then that first like winter well because of where the school semester starts like that first fall winter that we were exposed to is when I started to see what all of that was about um nothing too drastic not talking like anything serious but it was more just similar to culture shock I guess it was climate shock but not really from a oh my gosh I'm so cold oh my gosh look at the snow look at the leaves falling this is so weird it was like I'm not feeling a hundred percent or like I'm not feeling like my normal self mm-hmm. because the sun is not out it's mucky and gross outside like it feels gross outside looks sad like it it doesn't look the atmosphere does not look like it's enjoying itself and (laughs) as a result like it makes you not want to enjoy yourself if that makes sense it's not a very welcoming environment so i think i it wasn't like a slap in the face but it was like a woo this is this is real this is something that actually exists and especially because i was living with family members like neil i i guess they were more they're they're affected by it as well but i think it's more it's obviously become routine to them because they've lived in canada for all if not most of their lives so it wasn't as much as a shock or as an adaptation for them but they still it was nice to have people that empathize or like we're feeling similar to how I was feeling, but yeah, I I guess you could say I was kind of blindsided because I was literally coming from sunshine <laughs> slash occasional rain and going into something completely different, like where you just don't even see the sky at all because it's just covered in clouds and muck and mush (laughs) (laughs) yeah no i think a huge challenge there too is that barbados's climate is pretty consistent a lot of other islands that aren't specifically in the caribbean don't have as consistent a a temperature like you have some other places that they're on the tropical band but they have you know more of the four seasons and just like continuous summer that's true so you know if you're coming from a place like that you kind of have some sort of preparation for it, but even going to Canada and being fully aware that, yeah, we got to go through snow, like, that thing was obvious. Like, knowing the presence of snow was obvious, but then, you know, figuring out the logistics of walking through the snow, being out in the cold for an extended period of time because you don't just step outside for 30 seconds and go back inside. you got to travel through it and work through it or whatever. Um, you know, the physical changes in the weather we kind of expected and some people don't expect that as well because it's not the first thing in your mind but because i feel like we had family there we both have been to canada yeah. before we kind of expected that but 
living and you know operating it full time is very different. Yeah, so if you don't have family, take it from us. Like, it's real. Like, don't think Canada and think just think like opportunities and all that, and like better standard of living or whatever like comes to mind when you think of Canada. Like, really, really consider these kind of factors because this is off topic because we're mainly talking <laughs> about um, the effects of the weather, but like you literally get a new wardrobe like a completely new wardrobe or at least i did yeah no even i and you know me i don't consume and now like i have like two different i call it two different wardrobes but it could really be three if i'm thinking like what i would wear in like spring and fall because it's not as heavy but like it's a transitional completely new wardrobe from head to toe literally so just bear that in mind as well i mean this year was different but my only change really was that i stopped wearing shorts and i just wore like a rotation of three or four pants <laughs> that was literally that was literally my outside fit like the same because you know you gotta try a tried and tested pair of pants that like can handle the the cold or are comfortable to actually move in you're not trying to deviate from that you buy a bunch of them but you're also you have to bear in mind neil is also just going from his home commuting to work and then he's changing into a uniform at work folks oh, don't yeah, he's not just like those those clothes are like just for him commuting like he's not actually wearing because like i don't think i would be able to do that because like normally when i would be going to school this is me sounding kind of bratty but <laughs> normally like me going to school or having things to do outside of home like i'm wearing an outfit because i'm leaving the house for the day in that like i'm not going somewhere to change and do something else so also bear that in mind when he says three or four pants don't get scared but also like three or four that's a lot of pants given that pants like you could wear pants for a while especially when you're just wearing it to get to one place and then change you know um but yeah i literally i think i might have said this before i literally jogged to the subway in the morning just is kind of my routine to get a bit of exercise and kind of wake up also save some time i don't really support <laughs> it but because i just think it's too risky because you're not like you're not jogging in the suburbs that you're jogging in a city where people are moving up and down cars are moving up and down just just not my cup of tea but it works for Neil, so mm, we move <laughs> We move for now but yeah um as you were saying earlier i would really urge anybody like if you are considering it just know there's always going to be the grass that looks green but there's always going to be a reason why it looks green or oh maybe it just looks green at this specific time of the year and that's not a knock on canada like clearly we both enjoy living in canada because we spend so much time here but really challenge yourself to do the due diligence and figure out what more you could be doing because even if you try your hardest to prepare like I went to Canada a month earlier than I quote-unquote had to just to get our cousins to the subway, moving around, finding places to eat, you know, shopping and that kind of stuff. Whereas like, most people won't do that. Like, that's an odd amount of time, at least in my experience. I haven't really seen many people go that early unless they had to. I kind of also had to do a test, so I kind of had to, you know, just kill two birds with one stone. But at the same time, even if you are as prepared as 
you quote unquote can be, you start to figure it out. Like that first winter, you might spend the first two months hating your jacket and need to find a new one. You might find that these shoes that everyone recommends and that look kind of cool aren't actually very good because they're very uncomfortable. I still love those shoes, but I'm just, <laughs> um, you know, so there's going to be some figuring out, but I would, I would say definitely challenge yourself with what you could take on beforehand or prepare yourself for, because then as surprises come up, you'll be less likely to be blindsided. I can agree with that. If you have the means to do so, uh, and I think that goes for like moving anywhere, whether it's like within the same place or literally to another country. In addition to that, I think once you're actually in it and living it, this seasonal depression, full on like experiencing it, or you think you are at least, whatever the case is, I think it's important not to downplay it and make it seem like it's not happening. Because at least for me, like it never got to a point where I was being overtly harmful to myself like mentally or really mm-hmm. digging down on myself but i think like if you don't take the little steps that you could take to just admit that you're feeling what you're feeling and that even if you don't necessarily know why it's happening that like you haven't pinpointed that it's the change in the weather i think just admitting that that's what you're feeling at that time like really helps in the whole process of like getting through those moments because at least for me it's very fluid and the way that it happens like some days i'm okay and then other days i'm like yeah nothing's getting done today and that's okay (laughs) like it happened recently too and then the flip side is me being like damn i have things that i could be working on or things that i could be doing but if i'm not feeling it i'm not feeling it my body kind of just shuts down from like that do stuff work mode and goes into do nothing mode which for me is just laying on watching videos (laughs) and i'm very content doing that but it's obviously not ideal for that time and place but i think it's really important not to downplay how you're feeling because i think going from there it could lead you into or lead you down a dangerous path if you don't admit your feelings i think acknowledging is definitely a big part because even if you want to be stubborn like myself sometimes or yourself sometimes you, you know acknowledging that there's an issue and it's not something that you can control mm-hmm. makes it so much easier now you know with anything really seasonal depression impacts you like, it's on a range like everyone doesn't feel the same or everyone isn't as similarly impacted but i would say in my experience that if you are aware that it's happening or open to the possibility that it's something that's going to impact you because for me at first i was like I don't see why this is a thing because I didn't have that exposure to it. I didn't, we don't have that season, no cycle in Barbados. So until yeah. like, you know, I was really immersed in it. I was like, okay, I can really understand now why this is a thing. It's kind of like the Monday blues, but a couple months long and continuous because some people don't really care about the Monday thing. It's just another day. And then quite a bit, people do say, yeah, Mondays can be challenging. They just feel like it, even if it really isn't because, you know, that's the first day you kind of got to put yourself out there. But acknowledging that there's an, issue and then even taking it a step further and seeing how you can combat that like, you know like, with the whole figuring it out thing that figuring it out could also just be like what helps make it a little bit easier because clearly there's no one-stop shop since it's something that happens every year on repeat but that's not to say there's not ways to yeah. manage it make it easier and figuring that out what that is for you it helps like 
It could be that on sunny days you spend extra time outside soaking up the sun. It could be that you really make sure you get up a bit earlier to get that much more sun today or to take a moment to actually just spend time outside before you have to go and do X, Y, and Z. Or it could be something as simple as, oh, the colds will really get me. Like, that's what really hurts me. Maybe you want to layer or get some, like, underclothing that are really warm. Anything like that, right? It could be very simple. Or it could be more complex. Depends on your needs. But definitely acknowledging the fact that's a problem. And I think since coming to Canada, I've definitely noticed how much more widespread in society it is than you might think. Because literally everyone, with an asterisk, because not everyone potentially, but a lot of people, a lot, a lot of people experience it on literally on instinct almost it just happened yeah and i think figuring out as you said figuring out what and how it displays itself in your day-to-day life is really important figuring out what it looks like for you because like when you research it and what's not and then obviously when you talk to other people and hear their experiences it looks different for everybody in terms of how it impacts you and what what the changes that you see are for me it's mainly I get more irritable and I get moody Um, when the sun is not out I'm just everything is just a bit more sour for me Um, or it's a harder pill to swallow because there's no sun it's just cloudy it just looks not fun like I'd rather be sleeping because it's not encouraging me to be awake kind of thing so with that moodiness I then kind of just get really lethargic and unmotivated and I just don't want to do or take part in anything I have to do I find myself getting wrapped into and interested in and involved in other activities that I could possibly be doing at that time that's not the thing that I need to be doing but I divert from like what would be on my to-do list or the things that are most pressing and I end up just being idle and doing other things because all of a sudden my to-do list isn't appealing and I just don't want to get anything on it done because outside looks bad. So I don't I don't want to be a part of anything during that time. And going off of that, I think for me, it kind of, as I said earlier, like, it's different for everybody. And then it comes in waves. Depends on like how you manage it and like what your body takes on. So for me thinking, not really thinking back, but like thinking about <laughs> my past experiences and what's not. I think for me it's more of a, I don't want to say day-to-day, maybe like week-by-week kind of thing. Um, But no, I'm going to say day-to-day. And I say day-to-day because I don't have weeks where I'm feeling down or months where I'm feeling down or a couple of days where I'm feeling down. It's literally like I could be good on Tuesday and then Wednesday I'm just not feeling it. And then I wake up on Thursday and I'm fine again. Then I'm fine on Friday and then Saturday it's like back to crap. So for me, it's very much like whatever I give myself that day, like whatever I wake up to. Um, And I'd like, I'd probably like to know more about that. Like if my sleep can probably impact that, like what I'm eating during that time and like what I'm giving my body. Um, Because once we get into like how we manage it in terms of better habits or habits that can like combat it but also um different like external sources that could potentially be added into your lifestyle and routine that could help yeah that's where i'm thinking more like other things that can impact it but yeah for me it's very much a day-to-day kind of thing yeah i think i'd say i agree in most instances i never really have like a, a week that's just awful unless like a lot of things i just don't 
really hit the ball on. But that's not normally impacted. But yeah. So I would, I would, because I on a day to day, I would say that's how I think I'm impacted by unseasonal depression. Yeah. Really, for me, it's not every day. Sometimes I kind of just push through. Like that first year, especially I think we when I'm preoccupied. So that first year, um, in Canada, really was school five days a week, just going out, getting done, you know, getting through it. And just kind of on repeat. So I was kind of like almost like a robot. Just like, yep, it's five o'clock in the morning. Get up, leave home, blah, blah, get to school. Um, so I think that kind of thing helps oddly. Being a really strict routine where you're like, you're just going and kind of quote unquote forcing yourself to go along with it almost. And obviously because it was the first yeah. year of uni, there was a lot that was being taken in and I was still learning quite a bit about Canada and all that kind of stuff. So I was occupied with that. And then for my second year same thing and then I started work and through work busy again so I think that kind of thing helps and personally I'm not terribly impacted by winter it's not my favorite season by any means but I can appreciate certain things about it really though I would say I don't usually get successive days but I would get like a day where I say like, yeah that's just not it or I might have a day where I'm not feeling 100% but then there's another day where you're like yeah you can really feel it but because i try to be counteractive or proactive sometimes like if i realize like i'm not feeling 100 percent here i might do something that might cheer me up I'm like, oh yeah i haven't had a, a workout in a while and i really have been kind of slacking on that let's just try to put some time in to do something quick at home today just because like for me at least if i do a workout the day after it's going to feel like oh yeah i did something yesterday i feel good like i can feel something change or I can feel like my body being a bit sore, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, so I think that kind of cue, because it kind of gets the blood pumping too, and some positive hormones flowing in the brain and whatnot. But trying to be proactive, I think, helps because that helps not have relapses almost, where it's like you have back to back successive days of just feeling like hurt up almost. But like we said, it is technically out of your control, but there are things you can delimit it. Like at one point, I think we would eat ice cream. Even if it would be cold outside, we would just be eating ice cream whenever we met up, just because it was like, oh, this is something you can do and this is something you can kind of reward yourself with. Like, mostly you eating it outside, I think, was a distinctive factor the first couple. Yeah, I eat ice cream throughout the winter. I don't care. I like ice cream, so I, I eat like it. That. I'm going to use that quote. You're welcome. That'll be um, $25 per use. Wow fees may increase depending on the response <laughs> but i agree with finding yourself and like catching yourself in those moments i mean like whoa this is happening like let me find a way to almost like slow down the process or like help divert where your body and mind want to go to and i have moments where depending on like the things i need to get done or how pressing things are in that time and what's going on that I'll like buckle down and find ways to essentially get myself out of that slump but I feel like I also have times where I'm like yeah no I'm gonna sit in this and allow myself to just completely feel all of this because this is this is what I have right now like this is what I have to work with and sometimes it's just easier to let yourself feel it all and just (laughs) wallow in it almost and then 
like take it on the next day and like see where you can go or maybe it's just like part of the day that you just can't deal and then midway through or towards the end of the day that you just kick into high gear i know that i do that because i feel like i get a decent amount of energy at night um but yeah i think it's important to also allow yourself to have those moments as well of like self-discipline and what's not because sometimes you just gotta let it be i agree what i realized is that over the last couple years of being i guess a young adult sometimes your body's feeling a certain way for a reason like you might be sad you might need to be sad at that moment it's not fun and you know it's not what you might think you need but no one person can be happy 24 7 if you are you're probably gonna stress yourself out or when you do get sad you're not gonna know what to do right and that's something i kind of struggled with yeah, yeah. so i think it's like for example i i hate to see you sad or you know you love my loved one sad but like at a certain point it's like okay how can i help you but still give you that space to get through it because it's therapeutic right or in most instances it can be therapeutic denying yourself that can really hurt you in the long term because you know giving yourself that time to let the pressure off or ease that valve it's like you just push through and push through and push through it's going to build up unless you find some other way to, to to ease it and i guess to go along with that yeah how i've been thinking about it and I, it might not be correct but like the way to rationalize it i guess is or the way that you can look at it is that we go through seasonal depression but then you know generally it gets so much better in the summer but at the same time it's like how do you find that balance between not getting too hurt up by that shift but then also still enjoying or really basking in what summer kind of ushers in it's a a challenge though but that's just something i was thinking about like oh maybe this reaction happens so that this other one can be that more profound or noticeable because if you think about it in back home like yeah you celebrate when hurricane season is done because obviously no one's trying to get hit by a hurricane but there's no oh yeah summer's here besides like okay you're out from school but like if you're working you don't be like oh yeah summer's here right Mm -hmm. so i think i think that's also yeah 100 you're not thinking about it exactly you're not thinking about it from that weather perspective like the weather is accounts for so much and it's almost like a mini lifestyle change to be honest when the seasons change because like certain hobbies go out the door certain hobbies come back in like maintenance of houses and like homes like completely changes (laughs) by the seasons there's things there are things that you have to do all throughout the summer and then like fall comes those things stop winter comes they're definitely gone and new things come into play that you need to be doing on a certain basis and what's not so yeah that's interesting to think about as well the shift in how people view quote-unquote seasons from the two places that we've lived in specifically i know that i haven't tried this but i know i have a friend that has the only thing that i've personally tried in terms of an external means to like counteract what i feel during changes in the seasons has been certain vitamins that i feel like Mm, i could get what the sun gives me but in (laughs) a multivitamin form i suck at taking vitamins like i was doing okay for a bit and then i was trying to like put them in my face so that like i would see them and then i got good for a while but then the ball ran out and i just never bought another one and it was just yeah so that didn't hasn't worked out as well maybe i'll go back to that and give it another shot but for now it's just it's a no because i'm i just didn't have the self-discipline 
but I have a friend that tried or has been trying light therapy and bought a specific lamp that will give off something similar to what you might get from the sun obviously like within reason (laughs) because like it's the sun but yeah it's like guys the lamp is does not have the sun in it let's just don't think that i'd have to have a better conversation with her about like how it works for her and if she Mm -hmm. sees benefits from it but she hasn't overtly said that it doesn't do anything or like she hasn't returned it necessarily so i'm assuming it helps in some way but i've heard other people talk about getting lamps as well for me i think i resort to eating a lot let me rephrase that not eating a lot i resort to eating what i like being really a lot with what you want i hope you all understood i'm not repeating that i hope you understood the difference between those two sentences yeah that's my um that's my coping mechanism and that's not gonna work for everybody and i can say that from a place where i understand my genetics and like what not what i can and cannot eat but almost like what my body can take without me having to necessarily watch what i eat mm-hmm. or exercise a certain way in addition to like whatever eating habits i want to take on um so because i know that and like i have a decent understanding of it i know my limits when i just eat what i want to eat because wow that's what i do i just i just eat whatever i freaking want to eat um and i'm i'm probably gonna do that for as long as i can (laughs) within reason within reason um i don't have terrible eating habits or anything but at least during this time like these six months i just i give in to myself because it's what keeps me leveled for the most part because i love my stomach music to my ears i love eating so yeah that's my i don't know i feel like for me it's just what i ensure i engage in those things that i enjoy and that's not always food especially to the point where it's like yeah i'm just allowing myself to eat what i want more because for me i eat i generally eat quite a bit like when i'm in that kind of mood but it's not like i'm just sitting out eating snacks if that makes sense if anything i feel like i can be more likely to buy snacks during summer because that's the kind of season it is for me at least like or maybe more eat chips because i don't know but yeah i mean same but i think like for me i'm more likely to be eating chips in the summer i don't know why but that's just where my head goes up and i, think I eat of chips it. all the time i think it's more of a summer thing for me personally but I also don't or haven't be really been buying chips from the supermarket recently because, you know, not the most pressing thing I need from there. I will add, however, that be it, you know, be, be it more time on the PS4 or I might come home and take a bath and just soak in the tub for like 30 minutes, like make a little bubble bath because I get quite sore from working and walking around and working out or whatever. And it can be really nice to just come home and sit down decompress and not really worry about anything terribly i still think obviously while i'm in the bath but nothing's as pressing so you know doing things i enjoy and oftentimes it kind of just boils down to yeah play a little game here 
a little. <laughs> okay, let's let's not. I don't want to say light. Let's give. Wow. Let's fib to the people. Just because I'm the top percentile doesn't mean I played a lot. <laughs> we move on. We move on. Oh my gosh! Shush, shush, don't don't expose yourself any more than you already have, please. <laughs> Thank you. But I agree. I endorse that message. That it's just about thinking back on those things that would make you feel better or feel in your happy place in a better place whatever that is for you i think that's really important to getting through those moments and those times when honestly is a lot of it is out of your control so then i think the aspect that you can kind of like step in and try to control what's going on is as Neil said, like doing those things that make you feel better, that you enjoy. I know with COVID, like that could that list could be limited, especially if it involves being around other people or the more experience-based things, because a lot of experiences have now been cut back or have mm-hmm. changed how they're laid out because of COVID. So yeah, just also I think remaining adaptable, and that's just like a good life skill to have. To be honest, just I agree keep on your toes kind of thing but still enjoying life funny enough that was one of the main skills i put on my resume when i first made it kind of an odd odd memory there but adaptability you've been adaptable this whole time think about it you come to we can't wait to hear this we left we left you know our home country at 17 18 years old went to college university you know you perform pretty well get accustomed to canadian society in a matter of weeks slash months you know obviously there's still parts of us that are distinct from that you can clearly see that yeah this person is has another background to them or there's something else here below the surface but at the same time it's like it's not easy to change countries start a school work during that time be at the same time or throughout that time period work early hours stay long shifts and these are things that are applicable to both of us Okay, I, th- I think I see where you're going. I think I'm catching your drift, I hope. So, those are our thoughts for today, for this episode. I think we could always have a catch-up or a part two to this episode, depending on like any new experiences that come up in the next couple of months, years, whatever the case is. Um... Because everything that we've said today has kind of been from the past three years, which is technically, yeah, it's technically three winters. So this will be our fourth fall winter transition. Um, Something else I wanted to add was also, as we wrap up here, that people can experience seasonal depression from fall, winter into spring, summer as well. I haven't personally experienced that. And I know like the symptoms and how you manage it is a lot different because what you're feeling is different and it's not necessarily like anything towards the sun it's just more about like how your body feels Mm -hmm. during that time so i thought that was interesting too and something to keep in mind as we close out but thank you so much for joining us yet again we always say this like people are at this part but like how do we actually know that people listen this far you know like when i watch youtube i'm like and they're like, oh, if you got this far in the video, comment down below. <laughs> Banana. 
and I go and comment banana because like obviously I'm at that part of the video and that's why I'm hearing the the cue you know but we always say thank you so much for listening and say how do we know that people are actually listening so should we give them a cue or should we just hope that people listen this far what would the cue be comment a grape emoji on our next instagram post maybe like when you listen if you've gotten this far and if you're listening to this comment like your favorite so even if you don't live in canada you like haven't lived overseas where the four seasons are experienced and lived comment your favorite use the emoji Mm. hear me use the emoji use emojis to comment your favorite season so like for me i would use one of the sun emojis because there's like a couple if you like winter use the winter ones if you like fall use all the fall leaf ones if you like spring i'm thinking spring is normally associated with blooming and flowers so use one of the flower emojis and that is how we'll know if you listen this far in the episode i like it thank you all for joining us and until next time you'll hear us later that was a good one okay bye